Alrighty, hi. How's it going, everybody? It's your host, Travis Breck, your host. That just sounds cunty, like I'm your host. I don't even know what that means. It just implies that uh, I hold a position over you. And you know what? I take it back. I'm not your host. You're sitting with me, and I'm currently steeping a bag of tea. Because this is one of the first sessions of what I will be calling Tea with Lebrec, which is where I sit down after a long day's work and I have myself a nice glass of hot, calming evening tea. See, I might have jumped the gun with getting this all started up. I'm not really set up. I was still steeping my tea. My mic stand's being weird. It's not really holding the mic. These mics that I got, I swear, these things, these weigh a thousand pounds. They're, it's like four Thor's Molinier. This fucking, it is unbelievable how heavy these things are. I have a microphone stand that is used at professional shows. All right, semi-professional shows, bar gigs. This mic stand is used, and it works for bands. But I have to stretch the legs out as far as they go and take away any as much a ton of length just to get this thing to barely stay upright enough for me to talk into it comfortably. I have to put a a folded up blanket on the beam going away from me as a counterweight to keep it upright. It's a little bit frustrating. Oh, and I got a guest coming. We have we have the lovely little Sophie. Sophie, do you see what I made you? I made you a I made you a little nest over there. On the guest couch, I put a little, uh, just put a comforter down in, in case my dog came to visit me. Because I told her she was a welcome guest. And guess what? She came. Didn't you come? Oh. If you don't know Sophie, oh, you better be careful about where you're going. That's where the cords are, sweetie. You got to back up. Uh, we got a guest appearance. It's first time being on the podcast. Say hi. Yeah, she's, uh, Sophie is a beautiful Siberian Husky. She has dark black fur mixed with white. Nice open face. She doesn't have the mask. It's all open. Bright blue eyes. She's just cuter than a bug's ear. Oh, she honestly to me looks a little bit like a coyote. She has that lull, that uh, the lull that they do, you know, like the just the way they move around, that that kind of like slinky, like bouncy head down low, but neck arched, like looking up at, like eh, like I'm looking at the ground and looking at the sky. Where well, where's something I can eat? It's kind of like what she's got going on. She's very small. She only weighs about forty pounds. And she regularly gets confused for a uh, for a puppy. People think she's a little puppy, but she's not. 
She's uh, 10 or 11. We're not really sure how old she is. She was picked up on the side of the road and uh, on the interstate down in Indiana. The uh, the uh, sled dog rescue we got her for because I was insistent. I was insistent that I got a husky. I don't know what it was about the breed, but in uh, around eighth or ninth grade, I became just completely enthralled with reading about huskies, watching husky movies, um, watching videos of people training huskies, grooming huskies. It was just, it was like, that was, it just, it overcame me. She uh, She became all I wanted and I wouldn't let it go until I got one. And you know, I mean, you you're 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 14, 15 years old trying to convince your parents to get a dog. They're like, "Dude, what's your fucking deal?" No. And you know, eventually, you know, you get you, you get them around and then they're like, "Well, you you want a dog, but a puppy, a husky puppy, wait, it costs like what? Like anywhere from $800 to probably up over 2,000." How am I going to get a husky puppy? I'm not going to, my parents aren't going to spend a thousand dollars on a dog. Insert Northern Light Sled Dog Rescue in Indiana, just outside of Indianapolis, I believe. That's where we f- we found Sophie. We went on petfinder.com and it's like looking for a car. You can go breed, you can go gender, you can do. Fucking, what color are their eyes? I don't know. You can age. It's like apartment finder, but for pets. If you don't, if you don't, if you want a dog, go go on petfinder.com. That's the way to go. That's there's there's a catalog of thousands of pets just waiting for somebody to come love them. All online. And you will find the best dog ever doing that. Sophie is the best dog ever. She doesn't bark unless she really needs something. She doesn't. She she doesn't. She doesn't. She doesn't place a toe out of line unless she's being a husky. Cause you know what? Sometimes they like to push the boundaries. And she she can occasionally do that, but oh my god, is she the sweetest sweetheart on earth? Definitely. I'm sitting here and I'm just petting her, and she's just loving it because that's all she really wants. She just wants to lay in the sun, run around a bit, smell new smells, and get loved on. And... If that isn't what you want in a dog, I don't know what you want in a dog. She's a running partner. She's a cuddle bug. She'll cuddle and watch a movie with you. She might ask you to 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 spend a good portion of the movie scratching the inside of her leg. But I mean, come on, can you fault a girl? She just wants to get that scratch itched. She's a great dog. And we found her from Northern Lights Sled Dog Rescue down in Indiana. Absolutely, 100%. If you're in the Midwest and you're looking for a Husky, a Malamute, uh, they get Akitas in there, check it out. At least 
just check it out. They got, they had so many dogs and honestly going there, it was kind of difficult because it was, again, it was like, Tess, oh, here she is. She's, oh, she's thinking about saying something. What do you want? Oh, that was a, that was a, that was, <laughs> I hope, I hope the, I hope this is getting that. She's talking to me right now. She did a kind of aggressive bark. Well, what do you want? I gave you, I gave you more food and I gave you treats. And now you're sitting in front of me while I do a podcast and you're telling me that you want to go outside. You're t no, that's not it. That's close. She's like, well, if I go outside and I come back in, do I get a treat? No, 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 no. You got to go sit in the guest couch and earn it. You got to. This isn't what I was talking about when I said you could be my guest. I, I understand. I was just telling the fine people of the podcast that you don't bark. And look at you. You've barked more than you have all week in five minutes. Just sit here and let me pet you. <laughs> what are you doing? You know what? I think you're going to be a great guest. The people are going to the people are going to love what you have had to say. Very interesting. Now I have to take a sip of this scalding hot tea. Um, I wish I could tell you what kind of tea it is. I think it has some sort of ginger in it. It's it's one of the one of the types of teas that uh, get you get you calm down. It's a calming tea. Maybe a little jasmine in there. It's got some like some citrusy flavor too. It's like an orangey ginger or something. But uh, it's good. Anyways, Northern Lights Sled Dog Rescue. Check it out. It's um, I'm happy we went there. Going there was tough. <sighs> it was tough. You know, they it was like a car dealership. You know, they, they give you a dog. They're like, play with this one in this field for a while. See what you think. Take her for a walk. Take her for a spin. Then put her back. Break her heart. And take another dog out. And do the same thing. And then, at the end, figure out which one you want. Ah, oh, kill me. Can I have them all? How can I take home all of these dogs? Ugh. There was a there was a boy. I don't like to think about him too much because he was the bee's knees. He was a husky of huskies, you know, that just strong, broad, just looking great, beautiful, like dark gray and white coat, friendly smile. Ah, uh, his name was Miko. I remember that because that was kind of a dope name. I'm like, damn, you sound like you're from Siberia. And he was cool. But this little cat in front of me, she was just, just small enough to be perfect, you know. Just the cutest little thing in the world. And they had her named. Her name was actually Whisper. When we got her. And we, you know, collectively, my mom, myself, and my sisters decided, well, that ain't going to be her name for long. She's not gonna. She's not gonna stay. Whisper. <laughs> I mean, you know, 
all, all all places give the dogs that come in a name. She had only been there for a week. But we talked and we talked and we talked, figured out a name, and I don't know how he fell on Sophie, but it happens to be her grandmother's middle name, so if anything, it, it, it has a little bit of meaning, you know, Sophia. And I like saying it like that, my Sophia, Sophia. She's a hungry little girl late at night. Oh, she's so happy. Anyways, if, you, uh, if you're interested in putting a face to the dog and you don't already know me, you can head on over to the old IG, the old Instagram. And uh, there is, uh, I have an Instagram page for uh, at coyote underscore Sophie. And uh, that's about that. We're about 12 minutes in. And this is my second solo podcast. It's a learning process. I'm really sorry if, uh, you know, oh God, I'm not even going to apologize. I'm not apologizing. I take that sorry back. This is hard. I just want to say this is hard. I'm so, so, uh, I don't know. Shoot. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm a self-conscious guy. I uh, I understand how this can be taken the wrong way, how this might not sound good, how this could be annoying or something, you know? But I'm just trying to have fun. I'm sitting alone in my basement in the studio and sipping a cup of tea and uh, being a little bit silly. Like, I mean, come on. who 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 does this? You know, you look at 10 people on the street. Is any is any one of those 10 people going down their basement at 11 o'clock at night, brewing a cup of tea and talking into a microphone like people are listening? I doubt it. Doubt it. One in 20 people, chances are higher. You know, you got streamers, you got podcasters, you got people who think that they're broadcasting on AM radio about the second coming of Christ and the apocalypse. Those people are out there. I honestly kind of feel like that a little bit. Like I got my own little setup. I got a computer. I can see the waveforms going on the computer as I talk. There's knobs and buttons and in a microphone that honestly gets me jazzed to talking to it. I look at this microphone, I'm like, damn, am I Dan Carlin in 1995? Don't confuse that with George Carlin. George Carlin was a comedian. Dan Carlin, is uh, he was an ex-radio host, now podcaster, and host of uh, the podcast Hardcore History. One of the coolest podcasts on earth. And, you know, I just I just think about like what it must have been like, what his broadcast must have been like, you know, back in the 90s when he was a DJ. He wasn't doing like like spinning tracks or anything like that. I don't think he was just, you know, just talking, doing late night shows. And I think he did a lot of solo stuff. Which, you know, I think it, 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 it has to take a special kind of person to do that because there can't be much dead air, you know. I stop talking for more than five seconds and you look at your your shit and you wonder did it did the internet go out? <laughs> you know? So it's like how do I take a drink? 
of this scalding hot tea, I got to bring it up to my mouth slowly. <laughs> and the microphone's in the way. I don't know. This is all an experiment. This is fun. I mean, uh, so I like to write, you know. I'm a writer, per se. I've never been published, but I like to write. I got a blog over at twithlab.com, twithlab, twithlabrec. Um, I like to write, but I don't like to write. You know what I mean? Like, it sucks. It's something about getting your ass in a chair and opening up a Word file and having nothing specific to write about and trying to write a page or two is just, it's really difficult to bring yourself to do it. I like it because sometimes I really get on a roll and I feel like I, I connect my thoughts and I figure things out. And uh, it's really just, there. it's therapeutic for me. But uh, doing it is so difficult. Like, it's one of those things where I'll be sitting there and, you know, like all day long I'll be like, I'm going to write today. And just, I'll do everything I can to avoid it. Just subconsciously. It's resistance in its highest, highest form. Most difficult to overcome sometimes. Like, and really, like, I think the reason why so many writers are drunks and druggies is because the only way they can get themselves to sit the fuck down and focus on writing is if they're just mind bendingly fucked up. I certainly feel that because. I get that way sometimes where it's like, well, I don't like I don't feel like writing. But then like to get myself to write, I'll be like, oh, how about you smoke a joint and then write? Be like, yeah, I'll smoke a joint and then write. And then you smoke a joint and you sit down and you write. Sometimes, sometimes you smoke a joint and then you're like, oh, man, I, you know, I haven't showered yet today. I should shower. And then, you know, I'm going to. I need to brush my teeth and I gotta oh, I gotta watch a YouTube video for thirty minutes. And then before you know it, oh man, it's almost midnight. I can't I can't get going yet. I gotta go to bed. I can't I can't write now and then yeah, go to bed. But uh sometimes like the only way to convince myself to write is if I like coax myself like you're gonna have a glass of wine and write. You know? It's like I have to like trick myself into doing it. And my main point, what I was stemming off of, is this is like a, almost an alternative to that where I don't have to I don't have to type the words. I can just talk shit into a microphone and sip tea and pretend like, you know, this is uh this is getting heard. I li I like it. I like it, you know, this is fun. It's fun. Although I know a lot of people. I'm friends with a good amount of people. I've had long conversations with them. Plenty of people. I don't know anyone who I think would enjoy listening to me ramble for 30 minutes. 
I do not know anybody like that. So the idea of this being entertaining is, <laughs> you know, I can't sit here and pretend like I think this is actually entertaining. It's entertaining for me. And I'm cool with that. That's enough for me. I mean, if 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 anything, I'm totally exposing myself, you know? Like here, just at least to my friends, you know? Just like, hey, what's up? This is what happens when you put me in front of a microphone for 30 minutes. This is this is what Trav does. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm very mixed on referring to oneself in third person sometimes it's fun to do in like a joking manner you know like just <laughs> like this is what trav does <laughs> it's just kind of like ironic and silly but at the same time i can see how it's totally totally like uncool just just cunty like listen to this guy he just he just referred to himself in the third person who does he think he is Recording a podcast. What I like is that it's totally free. Anybody can do it. I don't need a fucking studio. I'm, I built a studio. Or I'm building a studio. That's how privileged I am. Or how, uh, how lucky I am. Or how uh, just proof of how easy this is. Because this isn't great. I'm in a basement. Got some... White Christmas lights up, a few posters, uh, you know, I mean, dude, this is a, this is a college kid's best, best interpretation of what a studio should be like for a podcast. You know, we got comfy couches, a table in the middle. I just, my goal with creating this, um, with organizing, designing the studio space was for it to be comfortable because I think that's what a podcast is about, or like what I want the podcast to be about. I want it to be comfortable, you know? Like, the best conversations I've ever had with people are in really comfortable settings. Like, I'm talking like I'm laying down on my back in a dark room, and they are too. We're on beds, and we're just talking, you know, at a sleepover with your buddies, or, you know, with a girl after, like, you know, you've... uh You've played checkers all night, you know? <laughs> I just want the space to be comfortable so it can facilitate a good conversation. The one thing that I want is for anybody who I have on this podcast is to feel comfortable. I need to facilitate that. That's why I put Twizzlers out. I mean, little sweet treat. Just let you know, you know what? If anything, your brain's going to get some good old glucose and that's going to make, that's going to help you to understand that you're in a safe environment, baby. It's all good, honey. You got, you got brain food right there. A nuclear bomb could hit, but don't worry. I got nutrients. We got a fridge full of meat behind me. Got a blankies, a bunch of movies on DVD, which I don't know if you realize this, but if the internet ever goes out, DVDs are where it's going to be at. You're going to need DVDs. You know, I just had a very, uh, very upsetting intrusive thought just now. 
I just thought about listening to this in like 10 years and thinking about how hard I'm going to (laughs) cringe because like, (laughs) I don't even need to explain why I'm, this is just going to be like, Oh my God. But right now I'm not cringing. I'm having fun. I'm looking towards the future. Just keeping my eyes on the road. Speaking of eyes on the road, big news in my life. I got a new car today. New for me, not new for the road. It's seen a lot of road. 73,000 miles of road, that is. New car. I'm a Ford man now. My family's been teasing me. You know, Ford stands for found on road dead. You know, and uh, there's another one. Shit, found on road dead. And um, full of like replaced dudes or parts or something. I don't even know. Just, you know, acronyms because it's four letters. It's not Chevrolet. How are you going to do an acronym for Chevrolet? You know, like. Come, hurry, everywhere, very, all right, I'm done. This is bad. (laughs) That was bad. I'm not an improv comic, all right? Improv is not my strong suit most of the time. Sometimes I can nail it, I think. Sometimes it happens, but we're nothing quite like trying to force improv. It is so, so fucking cringy. I've been in, like, I did improv in high school. You know, we had a class for it. And uh, I remember making people laugh occasionally, but, like, otherwise, most of the time, it was just, yeah, none of this is funny. (laughs) You got none of nothing. There's a bunch of high schoolers just being idiots. Anyways, I got a new car today. It's a Ford, Ford Escape. We got four-wheel drive, V6, 73,000 miles, and it's a nice candy apple red, like a like a deep red, you know, more like a, a burgundy maroon. It looks like the triple X uh, vitamin water. It's a, it's a dope little machine. I'm happy about it, you know, about... Three or four weeks ago, I uh, I really committed to getting a new car. I needed a new car. My my sweet Sylvia, it's a 2011 Chevy Cruze. She had 180,000 miles on her, and uh, her transmission was waiting to explode. It was a stick. And it it was a rebuilt transmission, so you know it blew once before, and uh, it was gonna blow again. So I I just stopped driving it. I'm like, I gotta retain its value for trading, you know. Can't blow it up because I'm not putting another trans in this thing. So about three four weeks ago, I really decided, okay, you're done with the semester of classes. You need to get a new vehicle. What do you want? You're going to be a nurse in a few months. Let's fucking go. You can afford the payments of anything. You're living at your parents. Just get whatever you want, buddy. And I set my sights on 
a beautiful 2016 Jeep Grand Cherokee with 25,000 miles on it. Test drove it, everything. Was happy as a clam. I looked at a couple other Jeep models, but you know what? That Grand Cherokee was so perfect. It was perfect. It was perfect. Great deal, too. 19, like 19,500, 25,000 miles, a beast of a machine. So off-road capable. The interior was immaculate. Four-wheel drive. The works. Okay, great, great vehicle. It's big. I'm big. I'm 6'4". I want something tall off the ground, lots of leg room. This was it. Okay. I was going to put like $3,000 down like an idiot and get a loan for the rest. And I had I had paperwork sent over. I had my credit union all set up. I had the agreements all ready to go. DocuSign stuff online. It was going to go in on Monday to sign the final paperwork. It was a Friday when we got everything squared away with my buddy Gary. Gary was the car dealer. He, ooh, I probably broke that boy's heart because on Saturday morning after Friday, I woke up with my chest in a knot, just in a knot, thinking, you're going to buy this card? You're going to pay $275 a month for 72 months for this car? Oh, dude, you're in your parents' house right now, and you hate that. You I Don't you want to move out? Don't you want to move out this summer? What are you doing? Ah! And then I started thinking, oh, I could just get another cruise. I'd just get another cruise. It'll be like a, a new cruise. It'll be nice. The interior will be nice. Like $10,000. It does great on gas. Sweet. That's what I'll, I'll do that. By noon that Saturday, I was like, fuck it. I'm getting the Jeep. The Jeep excites me. It's a great car. It's a good deal. It's only got 25,000 miles on it. This thing is going to last me forever. It's fucking gorgeous. It's it's just the it's the car for me. I'm so pumped about it. It's it, it, That's noon on Saturday. I, I texted Gary, just like got some more details squared away, was like, I'm all in on that Jeep, buddy. And he's like, woo, I can't wait to keep doing business with you, sir. I'm like, Gary, you son of a bitch. I can't wait to do business with you either. Sunday morning comes, and miraculously... I don't even, miraculously is not the right word. Sunday morning comes, and I woke up with that same knot in my chest. Just like, uh, uh, is this really what I'm going to do? And I laid in bed, and I I just went on autotrader.com just to look at some other cars. You know, what else is there? I'm about to spend 20, like after taxes, like $22,000 almost on this car. <laughs> and that you know unlike saturday where by noon i was like pumped about the car again you know pump up about the car unlike saturday sunday i was i was still by noon stomach just churning chest 
tied up in a, it felt like there was one of those rubber band balls around my heart. Just like, this isn't a good idea, Trav. There was like just something inside me screaming, don't do that, dude. And uh, I called like all of my friends. I talked to my mom on the phone who was at work. I talked to my mom on the phone. I talked to my dad about it. I talked to my sister. I went on like a, 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 a I was like on a like eight mile eight of a run. And she fo- she was like in her car and she found me in her car in the neighborhood. And I just started talking to her and walking while she drove her car next to me. And uh, we talked for like 30 minutes. And then after that, I talked to a couple other friends. I just kept calling people because I was like, I need help making this decision. And you know the fucked up thing is? Most people were supporting me. Most people I know were like, dude, I'm so happy for you. Totally. Get the car. You deserve it. You deserve it. I don't know. My bank account doesn't think I deserve it. (laughs) Like, I can afford the payments. Yes, I can. I could afford to put more down on it. But did it make sense? As somebody who is not making, who is, who is, uh, I'm still serving tables. I am not a nurse yet. Is that really the smart thing for me to do? I'm living in my parents' basement. I can't. How, how, how can I be living in my parents' basement and then pull in their driveway with a car that's worth $20,000? I don't think, I don't, uh, I, I think $20,000 is about the most I've probably made in a year ever. Maybe. I don't even know. I honestly probably not. Well, who am I bullshitting here? I serve tables and I I hate it, so I don't do I don't work that hard. I mean, I do well. People I I, I do well serving tables, you know, and I get good reviews and I make it fun for people eating with me ish, I guess. I mean, I just make it so I'm kind of like a ghost, but if you want to talk, I'll talk. That's the thing. People don't realize how many fuckers come into restaurants and want to chat it up with the waiter or the waitress it's like you sir need a podcast so you don't have the talkies because i ain't here for conversation bucko i got six other tables and i'm looking at two of them they these guys need beer little tommy over here needs a sprite and i forgot about this bitch's ketchup So you telling me about how you just got back from fishing is real cool, but I don't care. And the only real reason why I'm like indulging you and letting you use me as just a fucking dirty dish rag to give an ear beating to is because I want your money at the end of this. And that's sick. I don't like that. But that's that's the truth. It would surprise you how many people just love to talk to wait staff yeah so anyway sunday i'm like all day this might be a bad choice this might be a real bad choice trev don't maybe not do this maybe not do this around four o'clock on sunday i texted gary the car dealer the salesman 
the punk face kid who thought he was gonna make such a nice commission. He went out he went out for margaritas. I know he did. I know he partied down on the day I told him I was all in. When we started getting when we started getting paperwork signed, he was just ecstatic. Do you, what I don't know. I don't know what kind of commission them guys are making, but the commission on $20,000 car is probably significant, I would think. <laughs> so, so I had to send Gary a text and I oh, I I fear that I broke that poor boy's heart. He wasn't he looked like he was about my age. He probably hadn't made that many sales, especially because this is during the coronavirus pandemic. He was probably so stoked. Probably not selling a lot of cars. Anyways, I sent the text and I was like, Look, Gary, I'm sorry for leading you on. I'm sorry for making you think that you were going to make a fat commission. There was a text message that I told him, don't spend the commission all in one place. Like, I'm telling you, I was committed to this car, and I was making jokes. It was <laughs> it was so bad. I felt I felt like I was, I truly, I truly felt terrible letting Gary know that I wasn't going to buy the car, but I made the decision that Sunday, I'm not buying that fucking car. Fuck that. And today I became very happy that I didn't. Sure, the car that I got is not nearly as nice or tricked out as the car that Gary was going to sell me. That Grand Cherokee was fucking sick. It had one of my favorite colors of paint I think I've ever seen on a Grand Cherokee. And I always look at them. I notice them. I'm a huge car nut. And I like just like, I like a good looking car. <sighs> this was a good looking SUV. Nice vehicle. Today, I became so happy that I didn't do that because one, I saved a fuckload of money, stress, and shame. I would have been paying that. I'm, I'm going to have this, this car. I, I am financing this car if it's anybody's fucking business. I put a lot down. I'll have this car paid off by this time next year. It's got 73,000 miles on it. Ford Escapes are good cars. My buddy's got one that has 277,000 miles on it. That's pretty good. Don't see many 2016 Grand Cherokees with 277 on them. Just saying. Sure, if it was the Apocalypse, I'm taking the Grand Cherokee, but, you know, if it was the Apocalypse, I'm going to take this Ford Escape over the silver the, the the Chevy Cruze that I had before it so it's still an upgrade got brand new tires put on it beforehand too because I'm like look man I told the dealer like these tires like, I need new tires and they're like we'll put new tires on it and they gave me Firestones good tires drove it home it was an hour away got a nice little road trip in her drove to drove to Clarkston today picked up some of the world's best fried chicken from Chicken Shack at least the best fried chicken I've ever had. And uh, it's driving like a dream. Kind of likes to suck gas, it seems like. But, you know, I'm coming from a, a car that I get 35 in the city. 35 MPG in the city. So I'm not really used to hanging out at gas stations. But, yeah, I'm happy about it. It looks good. It's a, it's a, it's a good-looking car. Got heated seats, sunroof, power driver's seat. 
aux cable that was huge for me just just give me an aux cable and i'm sold give me heated seat that's fucking dope got a trailer hitch so i can hook up some bikes to it let's go get one of those weird little trailer hitch like luggage holders or the little step just if i need to you know put stuff on my roof i'm ready to i'm ready to take this 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 shit on the road if i figure out like a suction cup mount to mount one of these microphones wait a second never mind fuck am i stupid these microphones couldn't hang from a suction cup these things are heavier than Heavier than uh, a lot of things that are heavy. Anyway, I'm at about 40 minutes. I think that's pretty impressive. I don't have any ads. I don't have any, like, listeners that, uh, you know, any any listeners that would uh, send in questions like other solo podcasts I listen to. It's just me talking. Rambling. I think I needed to do this. I think I needed to do this. I'm happy I did. The tea was delicious. It's kind of cold now. It's not as in good a uh, good in uh, as in good a shape as it was, but you know it's relaxing me. Yeah, it's kind of chilly. But I hope if if anybody's listening at this point, you know, I hope you're doing good. I hope everything is uh, everything in your life that is causing you any sort of turbulence, any sort of any sort of anguish is uh, it's at least you get moments of respite from it. You know, I know as good as anybody that there's certain things that bother you, you know, that that'll just swim around in your head all day. And uh, I hope that. If anything, you can find something that helps relieve you of that for a moment or two at a time. So that's what it's all about. Looking for those little moments where you don't feel any of the stress or anxiety or you're not thinking any of the negativity that brings you down. That's what it's all about. Finding stuff that helps you to escape that. Bring you into the moment. And remember why you're here. Or at least help you find out why you're here. If you don't know why you're here, then right now you you, you got to be doing something to find out. And I don't know what that is. I believe that we all have some sort of purpose. And it is our job to find out what that purpose is. Not saying that that is possible. Not saying that I know what my purpose is. Not saying that I even know anybody who feels very strongly that they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. But it doesn't mean it's not worthwhile. If, if you can't at least look for a point, then what are you doing? Then there is no point at least looking for a point has a point. And I think I'm going to end on, nah, I don't know. <laughs> that seems kind of heavy to end on. Uh, you know, namaste.
Hare Krishna. The Lord be with you. I hope everybody out there has a wonderful day, wonderful night. Whenever you're listening to this, just have a take a take take a few deep breaths and smile, even if you're not happy. I hope everything for you is awesome. Until next time, I'm Travis Lebrecht. And that was a solo episode of the Travis LeBrecht Show. You can check me out on Twitter um, at TLeBrecht7 or on Instagram at TLeBrecht38. You can go to my website, which is TWithLab.com, TWithLab.com. Currently uploading the podcast to Podbean and Spotify. We're probably going to be looking into getting it up on Apple and uh, a few other podcast distributing platforms in the uh, coming days and weeks. But for now, you know, we're still growing. This is still the beta and uh, it's a learning experience. And I just uh, I, I hope that if anybody is listening, whoever is listening, uh, you're you enjoy it until next time. I uh I leave you with that. Peace out friends.